Neighbor Nick. How we doing, boy chick? Eddie Rosenberg calling. It's been a while, boy chick. Was hoping not to have to make this call, but uh, it's Skater Rob. Okay? He was down in Puerto Rico doing illegal gambling. And boy chick, he's in some trouble. Talking to the DA. We're getting the charges dropped. But it's going to entail some things. Stay tuned for my next call. It's the anybody can do this show. Yes, here we go again, give you more, nothing less. Back on the mic is the anti-depressor. Do nephews, it's your boy neighbor Nick, and welcome to season five, episode seventeen of the Anybody Can Do This Show, proudly presented by the Alcove Bar and Grill. As has been the case the last few weeks, I am not joined by Skater Rob, which you just heard. Why not? But I'm blessed to be joined by my college roommate, Yoga Ralph. Ralphie, how the hell are you? Pretty good. <laughs> you said you also had some breaking news for the Anybodies. Yeah, I'm, I just landed an endorsement deal. Oh, <laughs> let's go! Ralph is officially here. Ralph is in the building. Who, who dropping you the bag? I am being sponsored by Garcia Vega Cigars. <laughs> uh, oldie, no, Romeo and Julietas. Yeah, uh, oldie yeah, yeah. but a goodie. I mean, if you're going to roll a blunt, you might as well roll a blunt with a green leaf. Oh, my God. That's cut up as hell. But no, uh, that is a little uh, tongue-in-cheek joke to let Ralph, Yoga Ralph's DMs are open for any interested sponsors, whoever that may be. Yeah, um, I'll, as long as they're put, not tobacco related or yeah, alcohol related. Put your name on a shirt and I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are open, I guess, for any sponsorships for Marathon, uh, right? Like we do have a title sponsor. Shout out homie Chef Matt and Streets on Carson. But um, anybody else that wants to get down. It doesn't raise money for nothing but me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're not even taking any monetary donations. Well, just what's love. funny is I, I I didn't realize that it's it's like $125 to sign up for the fucking That's always race. kind of been, uh, so I, I, I understand that for like street shutdowns or like well, city you, resources. You get a shirt and I guess you're- $125 shirt? How sick is that? Could, I, I guess the only thing it justifies is paying for- Do you get the medal or is the medal extra? That metal, it like, like, that metal like, like looks Pittsburgh serious. City paper dude, like, yeah, you won <laughs> the metal. That's what I was thinking. We'll give yeah. you the option of just knowing you did it. Yeah, we'll yeah, give yeah. you this trophy <laughs> for $40. When no, B I told us think, that, I was like, what yeah, the that fuck? Yeah, that was a, that's a, uh, yeah. Pittsburgh City paper, fuck you for making people buy their own trophies. Well, that's Pittsburgh bullshit. City paper, you know, we're better than you. <laughs> <laughs> we have no we're track record you. in the newspaper game. Yeah, but, we're, yeah. Um, no, how is marathon training going? I mean, we've been talking uh, a little terrible. bit off, Mike. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Big run coming up tomorrow after this drops. Man. I used to enjoy my fun runs, and now, like, I just dread them. I'm looking at that 16, like, all right. But at least I know I made a mistake in this journey. I ran 14 the other day, and I hit a wall around 13, and uh the legs just went linguini on me like a mile away from home. What was I, the mistake? Uh, I should have, uh, well, it's not really a mistake. It was a lesson to be learned at after 12 miles, I need to take some water and, and, <laughs> I need to take, oh, and possibly yeah. eat. Like I'm going to start, uh, those honey stinger Jones. Yeah. The yeah. little stinger dips. Are you about to be fanny pack boy? You got it. I've I always think. been a fanny pack boy, but I'm about to go to a bigger fanny pack. Oh wow. Just like yeah, what's a bigger uh, fanny pack. 
I don't think I've seen like them. a legit '90s fanny pack. Like, oh, oh one, yeah. I thought I, you were just about to wear a backpack like on your I chest. Wear, the yeah. one I wear now is just like a. I would call it like it just holds my cell phone. Got basically. it. It could hold like other shit, but it's like more form fitting. Now, dude, they make like shorts and shit with like wicked pockets like that. You can yeah, just like well, stuff I, your uh, shit. Full. I started. I've been like. Marathon training is hilarious. I've been ripping up a lot of underwear. <laughs> like, that's what we need, an underwear was, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, it, like me undies or like under armor. Like I've been buying these under armor. I call them yoga pants. Like I, the little go past your knee dips. Yeah, the hooper uh, things. Yeah, But I've been buying like the short shorts because lately I just, I don't know if you run like 14 miles straight while you're sweating and freezing, they put holes in the motherfuckers. True. A lot of friction between those well, thunder thighs too. A lot of friction. Too. I yeah. know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I am, that, that 14, like my armpit was all fucked up and chafed. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. All right. Uh, that's enough marathon talk, I yeah, think though. Sucks. But it's disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, if I didn't even mean to bring it up. running a marathon and like, you were thinking about doing it in the future. Think a little bit harder. <laughs> Shout out Big Hacks. We see you out there training, yeah, dog. We know you're we'll out there grinding. I'll race you that half, that first half. Ralph, speaking of challenges, we have a challenge video dropping for What's Good in the Hood on Monday, which will be a little recap of our long anticipated, and when I say long, I mean about two weeks, I think, uh, since that we came up with the same. Okay, okay. all month. right, I'll give us a month. What had happened was uh, we were supposed to do smoke and then... Omicron hit a little too hard close to home down there and COVID they, talk. they postponed it and they because they were only doing uh they were only doing uh takeout so they were like we'll postpone it and we we didn't know what to do so that week we were gonna do you had the idea of bowling you were the one that brought it up so I took it as a I challenge. was dying to go to a bowling alley because I always drive by spins on the way here yeah, and it's spins, always popping spins is popping yeah. I drove past there on a Sunday at like noon and there was at least 75 crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I don't think they're just bowling in there if you catch my breath. But, uh you you we were gonna go bowling on that on that night because we got jammed up for the week and uh you forgot the camera. You came all the way out to the port to meet me and Narf, and you forgot the camera. I almost forgot the computer today. And uh, we called Audible. You was hyped up on your iPhone 11 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I did just get a new you phone got, the day before. Like, we'll, That's like four variations we'll record, old. We'll record something on the phone, and like we couldn't go to the bowling alley and do that shit on the phone. Facts. So we did that Deer Park shit like... The, the, challenge, the first challenge. I get. That yeah. wasn't really a challenge. That was more like you versus the computer, if you will, instead it's, of like a 1v1. This is this is going to be a long summer of me yeah. versus everybody. <laughs> well, again, well, this the is in the video. This, Ralph Martino. And again, we're not sure. going to give away the ending of the video or the results of kind of this bowling match that we decided to go and do, but the video will drop on Monday for What's Good in the Hood, 8.30 a.m., as usual, every Monday, in your eyeballs. Um, but what we can talk about is kind of... Um, I guess neighbor versus McKeesport is becoming a, st a storyline that I didn't anticipate in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you and battles. Narf, you Narf is battles. clearly bandwagoning over there, but when when push comes to shove, it's like he's always. You two are always in cahoots against me, and I just gotta I be. I'm like, always playing away games. I felt. I feel the opposite. I feel well. Narf is. Narf is a professional wrestler. He's going good guy, bad guy. He's going wherever the yeah, crowd noise yeah. is at. That's one thing about Narf. Narf is just like a, he said it in my, I don't know if it makes the cut in the video, but he goes, uh, there's only room on this bandwagon for two and I'm bringing my yeah, lady with yeah, that me. Was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, Narf yeah. got some good one-liners, but like, 
North missed like three monumental things in my life. <laughs> oh, and in terms of the bowling video. No, dude, we got more of your strikes on camera than you think. That was a narrative um, that you were getting on there. That I was going to message you today, too. I believe three strikes in a row is called a turkey. I tried to tell you that. You talk about that when wearing your turkey. Dude, this is what happens to you on well, these videos. You, like, black out when we go do these things, <laughs> and you just, like, you start saying one thing, like, okay, so we, we have to get into well, here's what my really claim happened. about being in a leak. I forget things because I... I was on a, like six months and not smoking weed and now I'm smoking weed. And, and you like, cut I your get, hair. I think when you cut your hair, you I got get, dumber. Well, I lost my strength when <laughs> yeah, I cut my hair. Just like the Bible. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My strength went away. That's why that run was so difficult. <laughs> we got to get you a wig or some like fucking hair club for men. Shit. I just got my hair cut today. Shout out, Corey. I was like, Corey, take a, what take up, a little, son? Take a little, take a little bit lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, he took it a little bit lower and I was like, yeah, yeah. I should have kept it. at. So you like on an every two week tip now that it's like uh, cutting again unfortunately yeah yeah i guess it's been a month since we went over there huh? i went well i i got a cut uh like two weeks ago so. okay but don't well, get sidetracked a- what were you upset about at bowling once we got rolling the fact that you hustled me <laughs> well again we're not giving away the video i didn't hustle you well, but like kind of yeah, a hustle. you, you got obsessed with I'll the fact that this. i was in a bowling league I'll for six explain, weeks i'll explain this we talked about this that day because when you came in all gung-ho about me like we should go bowling and shit i was like man i ain't been bowling like but once in my life when i was like seven for like a birthday party you did not say that and bro we definitely me you and north talked about this and i asked you i was like man you've probably was you probably bowl often and you were like no nah, uh, you you didn't say like you like you finessed me with words. You didn't say it's been like the way you said it made me and Narf look at you like yeah like we're on an equal playing field. Like this boy ain't bowling forever. Then you're like I was in a bowling league in 2018. So I think what That's happened like here literally three years ago. This is classic just McKeesport miscommunication here. It's like we both did the same thing where you said. I haven't been bowling in forever. And what I thought that meant was like the last five years. Yeah, I didn't understand that you literally, literally meant since think, like a seven, yeah. seven year old birthday party. Yeah, I literally. I, don't, I think you're in the minority of that in terms of people who've been bowling. I also was like, I don't go bowl, bowling consistently. I have been bowling more than probably like 20, it's probably close to 20, 25 times as an adult outside of like, um, that's including the six weeks in the league where we're there for 90 minutes wasted just to go out and get I'll drunk. I'll put it to you this way. You put me in a league by week three, I'm going to be the champion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the, the video might tell different, my boy. So why don't people just keep their eyes peeled well, for the what's good in the hood bowling match dropping Ralph Monday. Fisher-Price how to bowl my first bowling game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the brand you get, a little Fisher-Price bowling hey, set, a little the, hood bowling hey, set. I think they call just, that bocce. I just paid my gas bill, so... <laughs> I'll, I'll take that check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ralph. I think we've done enough bullshit, and I think we should get into the question. Oh, we haven't even talked about what this episode's about this week. So It's about nothing. Like <laughs> no. <laughs> that is not true at all. We are having a great sit-down with the homie recording artist Jay Rue coming on, joining us live from Skype. He's based out of D.C. He's a homie that I've known for, shit, almost 10 years now, I was thinking back on. Um, he's got a Spotify page. He's got music everywhere that's streaming. He's just kind of on here. We haven't chatted with him just yet. We're doing this live but um we me and him have been talking about him coming on the pod for literally a year we were at a bachelor party in scottsdale the week before corona started so i guess that's fucking two years ago now at this point with st patrick's 
Day coming up. Probably almost two years to the day, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and he's just out here totally embodying the anybody can do the spirit, man. He's just uh, a guy who's freestyled rap for a long time, Ralph. He and has finally started putting out projects as of this summer, I think, was when the first one came out. He's got two or three. Uh, the latest one dropped on New Year's Eve. So go check him out on Spotify. That's capital letter J space Rue RU. You'll check him out on there. He's got like a DC fitted on in his profile pic. Ralph, I wanted you to be a part of this picture, not only uh, because you were in the rap game, uh, kind of in your previous life with the 58s, but also because, as we heard before this, unfortunately, Skater Rob has been detained in Puerto Rico. Free skater. Yeah, yeah. So I'm this- going to put up a GoFundMe page later if Thank he would you. be willing to. Any dollar helps pesos to get him back home. Exactly. Yes. I mean, it's actually uh, an astounding kind of similar. Do you know, have you heard this Britney Griner situation over in Russia? Russia. Well, that's a different story. You fuck with the bull, you get the horn. <laughs> I don't know. You don't try to smuggle. You don't. You don't take your fucking weed pen to fucking Russia. <laughs> Come on, man. And that's coming from Ralph. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah, done yeah. some dumb shit, but like, you don't fuck around outside the country. <laughs> True. So Skater, I mean, I don't know if you're following anybody was following him on uh, his Puerto Rican adventure, but one of the stories that he posted was like him and his boys doing this wild, like gambling, some type of pool uh, on like this reality, like show look like the bachelor, some version of the bachelor. I guess the Puerto Rican authorities got hold of this footage from Instagram and detained Skater and land people from what I understand at the airport. They got got all the boys out here. It's it's crazy. So Shout out Eddie Rosenberg, our boy, uh, for our uh, the people's lawyer, the anybody's lawyer out here. Benny's always asking us if we have a lawyer. Uh, we do. I'm retainer. Eddie, yeah, we can't he's- just talk about things like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. running it past. Rosenberg first. Exactly. Like, we tell Benny you exist. And that, well, now you know. Yeah, yeah. so Benny, you're in the family. If you tell anybody, family. we're going well, to have to. If you need, you know, if you, you need a lawyer. <laughs> Holler like, at Eddie. You know. yeah, yeah. So uh, Eddie is working uh, clearly with the authorities. Hopefully we get Skater back at some time for this season. Next week would be great, ideal, but I just can't make any promises. Ralph is going to post this. Um, go for we me. We got two plans. Plan A is we just bail them out naturally how with the GoFundMe or plan B is we Chuck Norris sit behind enemy lines. What's good just, in the hood? Break, break skater Ralph. We, skater it, Ralph. He's not, yeah. he's not technically in Mexico, right? He's in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Two very different places. Yes. Yes. It's not technically, he's very much him, not in Mexico. We don't have to get him across a border though. We got, there's a lot of water we got to deal with. I think though. I feel like he could swim. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he could swim. Have you seen the boy? He looks allergic to water. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's do the questionnaire, Ralph, and then we're going to toss it over to Jay Rue. You're the worst. Uh, Ralph, the questionnaire is due which day of the week by what time? It's due by Tuesdays, and I'm going to make up a time right now and say 6 p.m. Very close, 5 p.m. This is only maybe the second season you've been involved with this podcast, and you still don't know what time the questionnaires are in. Where do we post the link to the questionnaires that are available every week? You do it on your Instagram at the Anybody Can Do This Show. My dog, my G, my boy. Yes, exactly. So every week we got these questionnaires in our link tree at the Instagram bio, where Ralph just previously mentioned where you can go in and answer questions about last week's episode. We'll also sometimes post questions for the coming week episode coming you like that ralph um and this week we started off with terrible (laughs) we did start off with a little skater rob puerto rico talk i guess a little foreshadowing now that we look back on it what did you just look at that for like that 
gander. <laughs> so we asked people, and I guess we'll start with you on this, Ralph. Skater Rob is in Puerto Rico and famously does not own a bathing suit. What do you think he wears slash brings to the beach? If Skater Rob pulls up to the beach in one boots. <laughs> and I'm going to say... Dickies or, you know, cargo pants, whatever, whatever pants, he, his tactical, skater tactical pants, his everyday pants. Yep. I don't think nothing changes. I think if he goes in the ocean, he might just go in in his underwear or something. <laughs> just, I, I think he might just be skinny dipping out this or bitch. Or go in in the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are agreeing with some anybody's here. So Big Hacks wrote in and said, nothing but a knit beanie. So shout out Big Hacks. Oh, the hat stays on. <laughs> it's literally like a swimming cap. <laughs> Crescent Fresh came in and said, jorts, a rack of cerveza, a slasher t-shirt, towel from the Airbnb, slides, and a quote, lightweight beanie or novelty straw hat. I, don't, I can't see Skater as a straw hat guy, but everything else felt spot on. And then the boy, the legend, the one and only Poop Stain said, cut off jean shorts so everybody just i, I can I'm, see that yeah. i would agree with that like the pants he was wearing it might have got hot this week he <laughs> just cut them off. oh <laughs> uh, all right so we also got this question on here ralph we're going to keep it on here for a little bit about challenge neighbors submit your challenge for race ideas here if one of them tickles our pickle we'll reach out so poop saying had one that jumped out to me this week he wants to do one called the handyman special fastest to change a tire or to cut a two by four do you know how to change a tire I do know how to change a tire. I have a funny first tire changing story. Go off, King. You really want me to? Oh, well, this story is going to go off. This Can is you gonna... tell it in less than 12 sentences? No. Okay, so let's save I it for another time. Say 12 minutes. I was going to be like, that's plenty of fucking time. <laughs> yeah. I rattle it off in maybe a minute. Go. Oh, yeah. Maybe a minute. I'm, you know I'm late. Uh, it was literally like. 2018, you were probably at bowling, bowling <laughs> at the time, and uh, I just graduated, it was graduation, it was our graduation party for yoga teachers, we were having this party, and uh, one of the girls was like, I'm going to this, all night they were talking about this rave in Braddock, this rave, let's go to this rave, let's go to this rave. Rave in Braddock. Rave, and I'm thinking like, yeah, fuck it, like... <laughs> You know, I ain't partied like I ain't. You ain't gotten groovy in a long time. I was like, I was like the godfather of the yoga teacher shit. Like, not only was I the only man, but I was like drastically older than these little eighteen-year-old girls and shit. Right? Yeah, you felt like like you had to go. Like, we're going to this rave and shit, and uh, there was this girl, Caitlin. I was trying to fuck Caitlin the whole eight weeks down there, and uh, she was like, "I'm about to go and eat some Molly too," and I was like, "Yeah, bet." (laughs) (laughs) And uh. We pull up like nine deep, me and a squad of yoga girls. And uh, when we get there, it switches from rave to rage. Did you ever hear of a rage? Like, no. This is news to me. I felt like, well, one, I felt hustled like, like you yoga girls hustled me. Like, but I was like, you know, I'm open to anything. I'll check it out or whatever. A rage. Someone probably knows what a rage is and they're going to get mad how I describe it. But it's like. If you've seen, like, people who eat, like, Molly and dance at, like, raves, mm-hmm. think of them doing it violently. Like, their dance moves are kicks. Like, mosh pit and, style? No, kicks and punches to the air. Like, okay. And, like, like 
like violent. It's uh, like violent actual Jersey Shore music. It's an actual that people know that going in. Everyone else but you, or just a party. No, organically uh, only, morphs into only that. Four out of the five, or four out of the nine of us, like knew what the fuck we were actually going to. I went in there and I was like, "This looks like a good place to get human trafficked at." Like, so, Jesus Christ! I was like, uh, "I made the I made the the fatherly judgment." I looked around, assessed the situation, and I was like, "There's not enough Molly in this building <laughs> that would make me enjoy this." <laughs> so I was like, you know. We had a good day. Picnic was dope. Nice meeting you girls. Deuces. You know, I'll see you around. Be very safe. Don't get fucking human trafficked out here. Be careful. It reminded me of like the Lost Boys. Like I was like, like I went in this room. And Minute it was two just, and a half of the story. But this is where it gets juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I went in this room and I felt like I was in the Lost Boys, like in a room full of vampires. Like there was weird music playing and nobody was dancing and everybody was just high. Like way too high like it, it just didn't seem fun to me yep and uh well long story short as i'm leaving I, I i take two of the girls with me caitlin and uh this other girl we decide we're gonna go to eaton park in homestead we nice. go to eaton park uh the one girl drives we get pulled over and everything this night was fucking wild Jeez. uh we get pulled over shortly after we get pulled over she pulls into homestead and she fucking hits one of the islands like classic blows the tire yep. out i'm the only dude in the car they're like you gotta change this tire and i'm like i'm batting a thousand on never popping tires i've never changed a tire in my life YouTube. but i'm like i'm Boop. like i'm like real shit we're in a pickle so let me change this tire and uh as always any factory car and she didn't have a four-way she had just like a straight tire iron it was like I remember uh, thinking at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm not even trying to fuck Caitlin no more. I'm trying to go home. I've used all my energy my trying energy to get this tire. I'm a soaking wet mess. I just changed the tire and eating park fucking clothes before we got in there. But that night was funny as fuck. If oh, man. Ever, if that was worth the three minutes, you, four minutes. If anybody ever asks you to go to a rage, if you're listening to this, unless you're violent, don't go. Or maybe like, or if you're into like, vampires are trying to be human trafficked or whatever go for it but like it, it's very sketchy he was at the elks club in braddock oh, and that's geez. where i'll drop the microphone <laughs> i was gonna say usually we ask to end this segment with some words of wisdom i think you just gave them right there words of wisdom they'll go to a rage <laughs> get your g's and v's right they, i kept hearing rave and i'm like mm, <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Right. I'm yeah, like, Rage, yeah, I'm like, all the way I'm like, out this on. This is going to be spectacular. We're going to ask our, maybe our <laughs> guest. Nine hoes, like I'm the bachelor. Like I'm the, like I'm the bachelor myself. Yeah, you knew like, that couldn't end well. Just like, uh, no, I couldn't yeah, end. yeah you, are, you were riding shit. too high. Yeah, the universe really smacked me on that. They're like, hey, kid, uh, surprise, motherfucker. You're learning how to change a tire in the wild. <laughs> I felt like a Boy Scout. Like when I was done too, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the man. Oh, yeah. Don't let us bear the lead that you did, in fact, change the tire. All right. So, <laughs> Ralphie, thank you as always. Your words of wisdom were delightful. Your laugh is even better. Um, anything else to say before we toss it over to our sit down with my good friend, recording artist, Jay Rue? Would you like. I'm not going to lie. I was like yawning right there and missed what you said. Did you ask for words of wisdom? <laughs> no, I just basically said if you have anything else to say, but you've now I lost that have, privilege. I do have anything this. One more thing to say. Please. Shout out to my sponsor, 
Garcia Vega. <laughs> you got to get him in twice an hour. Got to yeah. get him in. That's yeah. what they pay me. I get paid in once, so <laughs> we I'm can't to get a whole pack by the end of this episode. Make make the shipping and handling easier. Shout out, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So without any further ado, we present to you a sit down with Jay Rue. Bars. No, I never did music myself personally. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just best friends with them. You're just and around I, it. Um, Mayo unfortunately passed away, but B White is actually still heavily making music. Uh, mm. Heavily. Uh, it's yeah. it's. I don't know. Is Ralph going to get back in the music game? Is that what you're trying to tell us here? No, you getting- but. but- I'd be listening to these tracks he sends out and it's like, fuck. On some nostalgia shit. I walked in here the other day and cause, uh, what's not also- even nostalgia. Like I'm like, yeah, this shit, you know, it's uh, hard is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, Ruby, you don't know Ralph that well, but he, uh, like lost like over 120 pounds. I know you're a big workout guy, Rupe. And like, uh, I walked in here last week and he's in all the music videos with the 58s and just like to see him at like, 350 pounds, just like a hundred. It's just like wild. Every time I come in here, he just, he looks like the yeah, Michelin tire man. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's where you were. I was a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. You posted another picture on your story the other day that, uh, last weekend, maybe. Yeah. Someone sent it. me that randomly. The dude yeah. in the background of that sent me that. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> ain't, seen that dude. ain't seen that big motherfucker in a couple years. Like, Roop, you know what I was also thinking, dude, this is almost, uh, two years to the yeah, day when we first, uh, started talking about you coming on the podcast in Scottsdale. What's it? Oh, you like scrolled up in our text. Well, it's like, just like, I'm thinking about it because Burnett's bachelor oh, yeah, party. Burnett, yeah. That's what we were talking exactly. About. Yeah. Shit. Burnett's bachelor party was the weekend before St. Patrick's day. And that's when we were first talking about all this shit when we were both out there and then came home and the world closed down. And then whose wedding were we at that again, full circle, Hank's wedding two years later. That's when we, uh, out in San Francisco, we're officially like, all right, we're locking this down and we're, we're making this happen. So I'm glad we finally did but i was thinking about that today i was like that's weird how how life works like that uh, i thought it was yeah, very basically funny exactly two years ago right literally exactly. yeah so um yeah man i guess for people who don't know we kind of got into it a little bit before you jumped on man but you are someone who i met through one of my best buddies in college i guess you know, 10 years ago if not more at this point now dude when you guys were all coming up to penn state or we were coming down to dc and as we were catching up like a year or two ago you're someone who i always knew had a above average interest interest in music, but I don't know if it was because of quarantine, great timing, whatever it may be, uh, over the last 18 months, two years, you've really been concentrating hard and dropping three different projects kind of in the span of last summer to new year's Eve, I guess that was officially. So, um, yeah, man, we're going to talk about that. We're going to just talk about, putting yourself out all that wild shit that we were talking about kind of off a of text, but I guess first things first, like what, what is your earliest memory of being like in like with music even like did you play instruments growing up were you in the band I know so a little bit about you but not about this side of you yeah no my my parents my my parents really tried to force me into playing piano originally so I started probably started doing that in like middle school I really just couldn't relate to it but they were they kept pushing me I I did that for a while I guess the real my, my, my dad really weared on me with 
he was obsessed. He was a obsessed Bruce Springsteen fan. So, bro, my old man was, loves Bruce Springsteen. I've seen him over twenty five like times live in concert. I love Bruce Springsteen. I like That's hilarious. I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's let's change this to a Bruce Springsteen pod. How do you feel about it, Ralph? Born in the USA. <laughs> we need deeper cuts than that if you're going to be the host no, of this pod. I'm but, in his yeah. house right now. Like, no, this, yeah. that would be, that's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get your dad to be the fourth chair. Like, we'll, we'll like, yeah, we'll get it rolling. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Who, um, was, who was your favorite uh, artist growing up? So my favorite artist, I would say, I would have to do three. I couldn't just do one. But the three W's: Wayne, Wiz, and Wale. I, would say. I was hoping you. Rube, I think Rube. the first time that I actually met you was at a little Wayne concert. The uh, summer in between uh, freshman and sophomore year of college, we rode like ten deep in our homie's car out to this like Star Lake type place out there. It was actually very funny, very juxtaposition. Friday night, Dave Matthews. Saturday night, Little Wayne and Drake, or maybe vice versa. But back to back nights at the same venue. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's Shit, funny. Where was that? Uh, some outdoor shit like out there, like, uh, some like pavilion type thing. I don't remember out yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah. So those three Wale more so because he's a DC guy. I, I like Dave East too. He's a, he's a Baltimore, he's a Baltimore guy, right? Or is he New York? I think he's New York. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Regardless, uh, Wale, cause he was just a DC guy. So I really just gravitated towards that being from Maryland, DC area. And then Wayne and Wiz are definitely I would say my bigger influencers, I would say. But then, I, of course, you know, all the old school people, um, you know. So uh, how do you get from piano to rapping? Eminem. That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big. How did I get what? Yeah. How'd you get from piano to rapping? Like you were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I, uh, um, so my dad really was just like, we'd always be in the car. We'd be anywhere. He'd just like turn on a Bruce song, just really instilled the lyrics and the whole songwriting and just really get me into that. So I guess before I was like really focused on like, you know, rap, I was just, I was more like a songwriter. It was really like my outlet, my therapy. And I always thought it was just like a really weird and like kind of like queer thing to do on my own. So it was something I just like re kept like really tight to myself. It was, it was always like very secretive. I, I was like, I was writing in the car. I was like skipping shit to go like just write. So like being a writer was like and becoming good at that was like a huge point of emphasis for me before actually ever like going and singing and rapping my songs. So starting that and like getting that down right was just really important for me you know, in my musical process. Why, why do you think early on, like when you're just like discovering like the writing shit, you kept it so secretive or close that, to the I vest? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely afraid of being judged. You know, I didn't want to lose my biggest thing was probably, you know, I've, I've great friends. I, I didn't want to like, I, I couldn't tell my closest friends. I couldn't even like tell my, like my siblings that, you know, people really close to me that like, this is something I was doing. I was just, I was afraid that they would reject me and they would leave me leave my life if they found that shit out about me. So that's just something that I was like, all right, I got to keep this tight, tight to the chest and, and just not tell anyone until I'm like, until I've like perfected it. Otherwise, I, I don't know. It's just a story I made up in my head. Dumb in hindsight, if I were to give advice to anyone, I would be, you know, create a network and network with as many people as you possibly can. I mean, that's something I know now, something I've been trying to do over the last several years at this point. But initially from like, I, I started writing probably around like middle school, like age 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. And, um, 
really didn't like get behind a microphone for like real. I had a microphone, but it's just never like real. I was like fucking around with it. And then like for real, I was like a, probably not to like a couple, three, four, five years ago. Like, OK, I'm, I've ironed out how to like uh, get real good at the songwriting component. I, that's what I was th- thought it was always about, which is get really good at the songwriting. And then the, you know, behind the mic will be easy, you know. That's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, it's interesting, like, like on what you're saying about, like, keeping it close to the chest. It's like, obviously, there's this shit that's, like, considered cool and not cool when you're growing up. You know what I mean? So it's just like, again, I'm not out here to give anybody advice, just like you're saying. But what you said hit the nail on the head. It's like the earlier that you can learn to find different people that fuck with different parts of your personality. Like, all your friends aren't going to click on all your personality levels, right? That doesn't make you any better or less friends with them. But the earlier that you right. can go out and seek like uh, alternative friend groups like that are into totally different shit. You're going to be doing yourself a way more service. I think yeah. that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I, I just, I wish I had learned that earlier and you know, I, I'm just, I'm a sensitive person by nature, just emotionally. So just the fear of just like losing those friends, you know, it was just a lot of overcoming fears as I was like coming up and like, you know, figuring it out. And dude, I don't know your crew as well as you do, obviously, but I am kind of a a little closer than the average bear. It's like, they're just like, Ralph's crew and my crew, it's like, they're harsh dog. You know what I mean? So it's like, there is that aspect of it too, where it's like, uh, even if your shit is correct. Yeah. yeah, Even if your shit is correct, it's gotta be extra correct for them to be fucking with it at all. Or for you to like, be able to do it, uh, like confidently around them, I guess is, is something I was thinking about too, because like, I love Ned to death, but Ned knows he's a hater. You know what I mean? Like, 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 uh, like, like, and there's a lot of people like that. I think a big, a big milestone turning point whatever is like realizing that you're always going to have that first interaction because again full circle I'm just thinking about this now the first episode we dropped of this podcast season one episode one was the day we flew out to Scottsdale for that bachelor party and I specifically remember sending out that podcast to like a close group of Penn State dudes including Ned and some other guys turning my phone off getting right on the plane and being like all right well at least I don't know that they're gonna hate me for the next two or three hours however long this flight is but at least when I land and like when the first three texts where this wasn't as bad as I wanted it or hoped it to be. I'm like, fuck, like, like now I got to keep like doing it because like they don't, they didn't tell me I actually suck. Cause I knew they would, it'd be like overcritical to a good point, I guess is interesting. That, so like that must've been like an elating feeling for you when you just like press send and like go on airplane mode and then just check out and you're like, all right, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, I actually try and move with that uh, more so that we put stuff on Instagram, like videos and stuff. Like uh, a phrase I hear a lot is like post and ghost. Just like throw it up there at a time where I know I'm going to like be like go to the gym for an hour or something like that. Like just like know where I'm not going to be feverishly checking it, like to actually like judge my yeah. my opinion yeah, on the product. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Otherwise, you're just refreshing, you know. Yeah. Did I get this like? Did I get this yeah. con- You know. Yeah, it's just easier to get into into that temptation. I don't care who you are saying like you're not doing it. Like you're always looking for some type of reaction if you're putting stuff out for public consumption. Like that always matters to you. At some point it may not be your driving force, but it's like it's definitely a metric you have to use. You're like ignorant not to. So I guess what was the first time like I just told that little plain story. Is there a time that you remember like kind of making your official like intro into it to like your close circle or maybe like even the writing shit, maybe not even specifically music. Yeah, I would say one one moment comes to mind. It was it was sort of piecemeal. I had like 
I, because I didn't want to get roasted by my friends, like in a group setting, I individually took, I was like, Hey man, you want to go get uh dinner? You want to go grab a drink? Just like one-on-one. Right. Yeah. I'll I pick you up. Yeah. 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 Bump that shit in the so car. That, like, so that yeah. way I could, it wouldn't be like gang roasting on me. So it was my, uh, <laughs> you know, Brett, my cousin, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. So Brett, I took him out to sushi one time. We were actually living together at the time. And, Like we wouldn't like during the week, like just go out and get like dinner somewhere. I mean, we might do that like back at the apartment. But anyways, I'm like, hey, man, do you want to like go get sushi? He's like, all right, sure. So we sat down and I was like, so by the way, yeah, I know we're really close. But the last 10 years of my life, I've been, you know, sitting, sitting behind a pad and writing songs to myself. And I mean, obviously he supported me and took it very well. But that was like the first time that like with my friend group, I sort of, uh, um, announced it to them, so to speak. Right. I dig that, man. I'm always interested to hear like people's like kind of like first two toe dip into the water. It's like, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like everybody's, I mean, this isn't like anything profound, very different details, but all kind of center around. It's always easier than you thought it would be to kind of have that conversation. You know what I mean? It's like, right. You build it up. So I, I am. I talk to myself way too much. I live up in my head way too much. I'm. I'm one of those individuals. I think probably a lot of people that write songs are like that. So for sure, you build it up so much in your head that like that when it actually comes, you're just like, oh, this is like not even a fraction of how bad I thought it was going to go originally. So and I think that's and, like it's like anything else. It's a catch twenty two. I think that's a motivator to like perfect your product before you put it out or whatever. But it's also at, at some point, it's like you got to shit or get off the pot. Right. Like it's like it can just like like you. we were talking about this off mic. It's like uh, I'm the same way as you. are. I'm just like the king rescheduler. But uh, that's mm. just exclusively out of lack of self-confidence about something or just like uh, anxiety about wanting to do something. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. it's interesting to try and like be consciously battling that every day, you know, not every day, but like in just like trying to be like aware and like acutely identify it as opposed to like giving into it. Yeah. Actually, when you're saying that, like, as I was turning, as I was getting older, I was like, okay, I'm never going to get to like 21 without releasing anything. I'm never going to get to 25 without, I'm never going to get to 28. And then when I was turning 30, I really had to freak out. I, I, I decided to, I had to go to, I went to LA, basically locked myself in an Airbnb for a month and did, and was just grinding. I'm like, I am not getting to past 30 without having put out any music. And that was, that was really the tipping point for me actually putting out music for the first time is me locking myself away, doing the music, putting together the project that I want to. And then I ended up putting it out April, 2020. So that was. That's dope, man. Ralphie, I was actually just thinking too, I don't think I've ever asked you about like, do you remember your first moment when you stepped out on Instagram as like yoga Ralph or like even did like started inviting boys? I ask you about that? I remember the- Yoga Ralph? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go go first. The the first time I knew I was in in the game was uh, the first first class I taught. I stepped in, the building held, uh, fire code held 31. We put like 34 in there and- don't tell the cops. Sorry about it. Yeah, f- fuck the police. <laughs> there was probably a cop wife in there the whole time too. Uh, but uh, that's like when I really knew I was like, okay, you're here. Uh, every fucking thing you say right now is going to be heard by every single person in this room. 
like literally whatever I tell them to do, if I tell them touch your toes, they're going to touch your toes. Like, it's like, all right, you, you know, you like literally. Was there uh, any feeling when we did the Beto's episode, like a similar feeling? Nah, I didn't understand the vision you had for it at the time. Okay. Uh, but, uh, and I'm like always nervous. I'm not like, no one's looking at me right now and I'm always like little, little on edge. Unless and you're shit. bowling, then you start talking big shit. Nah, you talk <laughs> the most shit. You, we, group, you got to watch. We got a bowling video coming out Monday. Me versus Ralph heads up. I don't bowling, get mad too often. You were heated yesterday. <laughs> but I was kind of like, I was like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 I can tell. <laughs> all right, dog. <laughs> um, Rube, you wanted to ask Ralph about the yoga. Yeah, Ralph where did where did I'm sure you guys have covered this at no, some point? Please. But yoga Ralph is that do you yeah, do yoga? I, I, yeah, I where teach. Did that come from? I started doing yoga. Great use started, of context. Clues, started group. teaching yeah. yoga <laughs> a few, um, like 2018, 2019. Started teaching yoga. Started doing it in like 2014, and uh, my name's Ralph, so it only made sense to like I don't know. It wasn't a bad nickname. Yeah. I knew a friend. We we had this. Uh, there was this old dude that would come up to my gym. We called him Yoga Mike, and he fucking hated when we called him Yoga Mike. He didn't really like go to yoga, but he would like stretch in the middle of the squat rack and he'd do headstands and shit. And uh, I started. Uh, I was like halfway through my teacher training, and I was like, I got to rebrand myself because prior to that, like my Instagram name and shit was like Chunky Doo Wop and shit. That was like. That's, I, that's Ralph's rap name. That's, Fun that's, fact. That's my right? rap name. I yeah. couldn't really rap, but I'd always kick like some boys to men shit. Like <laughs> and, uh, the melodies. We got the melody king over here. My boy yeah. Chaz called me that when we were in like eighth grade, and I was like, and well, it Ralph just is sucked. also leaving out is that he is like the first one from like his town to really be adamant about doing yoga in yoga. Yeah, uh, McKee Sports a hard. I'm from Key Sport. It's a super hard sell for yoga. I can't give it away. That's how like hard it is to get people from this area to like try to do it. But we're all about straightforward well, branding here, Roop. Yoga Ralph, just right to the yeah, point. Yeah, it sounds yeah, good. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. there's no sugar. And I feel like mad people call you yoga now. Like yeah, that's I like get when it a you lot. take over a genre like that with your. It's nickname. working, then. That's how you know it's. Yeah, uh, yeah it's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I came with niches. I came uh, when I was trying to brand myself because literally I thought about it. I was like, you got to sell you now there's no working for the man like you're a yoga teacher you want to get paid you want to fucking you want to help people and get these motherfuckers balanced you're gonna have to appeal to people and uh when i first started doing it i always thought like yoga is like grandmas hipsters uh women it's for smaller women like you don't really see a big burly motherfucker like me walk in the door and roll out their mat ralph's and built then, like a maytag i'm built like a meatball like there's no way to a couple of them a couple i'm built of like them. a meatball for sure like like no, a shawarma but i think that even goes into what we're talking a about shawarma. <laughs> but, uh, I, I was sitting in class and i was like i gotta brand myself and i was like i'm gonna switch my name right now to yoga ralph because a couple people started calling me that shit around the way and I'm like, all right, you know, rebranded that and I had a little- You murdered Yoga Mike first. No, Yoga Mike is, uh, well, Yoga Mike didn't like Yoga Mike because he was a gangster motherfucker (laughs) who who used to own this bar, shout out Mr. Mike's on Route 30. Wait, see, this is the problem. See, that's why he got mad because his name was Mr. Mike and boys is like Yoga Mike and he's like- 
It's mystery to you, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I love you, and I had to let you ask. But like, if we get let this go too far, this just becomes inside McKee's uh, talk, which nah, no one is, understands this, this, other than this Ralph. Goes back, like, uh, yeah, yeah. This goes back. We're <laughs> yeah. talking about how I built my shit. Uh, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with Mr. Mike's. Like, I don't. I think. thought yeah. like, like the way you brand yourself on the internet. There's so many ways. There's social media, and uh, I just thought like, there's no way to catch people's attention just going out and making. Uh, like a 30 second video of me just, you know, stretching or whatever. You. Like, and it's you, yeah. not me. Like, right. like I see women all day and I see people videotape themselves doing their flows or whatever. And I'm like, this isn't going to make me walk into their studio. So I had a graffiti friend. They call him dirty bird. He, uh, I knew dirty. His wife was my boss, uh, at the dispensary back in the day. And, I, t I just hit him up one day and I'm like, man, you make these rap flyers for boys. I was like, did anybody ever ask you like, what do you think about a yoga flyer? And we made like this yoga Ralph and like, I always use keeping the OG in yoga. Like that's like my brand and shit. Put the OG mm -hmm. in yoga. Trademark, like, try and come for it. Yeah, don't, I'll sue a motherfucker. We got that shit locked. Got <laughs> that shit locked. But they'll fuck around Amazon and put on a shit. Well, I didn't yeah. tat it, Ralph tat but, uh, it. <laughs> I thought, like, what better way to do that, like, to catch people's attention that wouldn't normally, like, be looking for yoga? Like, if, if like, anybody. Yeah, find a different niche. He, he draws these, like, loony cartoons, and he would draw me in these cartoons, and we'd think of scenarios. Like, the first one was... Uh, the vision I had was based off this movie called CB4. Did you ever see CB4 by chance with Chris mm -hmm. Rock? No. You gonna yell um, at him like you yell at me? If you're rapping, take a look at that. If you're in the music industry, what you'll is love it called? It. It's called CB, CB4 with Chris Rock. Uh, All right. CB4 was going in the notes. He was like a <laughs> fake hardcore gangster rapper. They built like their version of NWA up, and like Chris Rock was like this corny little nerdy dude, and they're like. We'll give you a jerry curl. We'll say, we'll call you cell block four. And they would just spit the grittiest fucking rhymes. <laughs> like, like, uh, cancelable shit. Shit you would get Probably. canceled for nowadays. And, uh, they just had these jerry curls. I was like, man, I was like, put me sitting Indian style with my hands in a little mudra. And I was like, put a jerry curl on me. And I was like some sunglasses and gold teeth and, and the gold teeth put like yoga Ralph in it. And, and I was, and like on the chain, I threw like, uh, it said like yoga Ralph and shit too. And I was like, put two people behind me in the same position wearing ski masks. And I put that shit on the internet and like weird people started to fuck with it. Like it would get shared by local <laughs> bars. Like check this shit out. Like this yeah. dude's teaching <laughs> yoga. Like he's like, I never did yoga, but it sounds interesting the way he, and I'd swear like in my descriptions and shit. Well, that's like, also it's like, that's why I think we've talked about this a lot. People are messing with it because it is, it's not you trying to do a yoga instructional video, which isn't you. It's you being yourself no. and like doing doing your wild ass shit that you. Yeah, do. you like, got it. Yeah, you I got be. bad news. You're weird too. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Roop, I guess that's that's interesting. Like you, you talk about getting this Airbnb, going to LA. Like I'm interested in that. Like obviously you're going there to like lock down, do the music shit. But the, is there any conscious work thought to like this stuff Ralph's alluding to, like this persona stuff? Yeah. Have you I, exactly have, when I when I first started like writing because I I, wrote, I told you guys I wrote for the longest time before I, I I originally started writing just like you know the rap that I would hear I would 
you know, I'm a white kid from the suburbs, but I was writing about, you know, killing people, selling drugs. I was going to ask that, like, are you <laughs> a, is it trap rap or is it like, no, or is so it like, it a, me, is it like the Drake type rap where like, where yeah, some know, people, it's not I, as violent had, and shit? I've had some like, uh, you know, people like tell me it's like more like R&B, like, but like I started writing like that. And there's a certain point, I don't know if it was one, two, three years in, I was like, oh, I can't write. This is not authentic to me. I can't yeah. write and then make music with with this. So, you know, that was a couple of years right there where I was just like copying, you know, imi- we all imitate, you know, the people that we want to, yeah. you know, strive to be like. So um, I started there and then sort of morphed to, you know, my surroundings. What's what do I what's about what about me do I want to you know relay onto the whoever's listening to my song so so that's that's resonated with me a lot when he's when you were saying well, that Ruben uh, we talked about this off mic is it is undeniable the progress in that comfortability aspect uh on the mic in in project three versus project one you know what I mean and I I know you said you feel that and that's something that you've been consciously trying to work on do you think like I'm always interested like chicken or the egg in that scenario you know what I mean do you think the comfortability comfortability on the microphone and with the fact that you're going to put stuff out allows you to write more freely or vice versa the ability to kind of tell your story at least on the paper at first and kind of hit that home run before you go and record it allows you to to kind of knock it out in the stoop easier um yeah so I, I i would say i'm still like working on my process first and foremost i would say um i def- definitely like knowing what you're gonna i'm not i'm not one to like look at my phone and also like um, and then also like rap, I'm, I'm more like, I, I want to know what I'm rapping about so I can just be in the zone and just rapping and doing it like, and it's all in my head. And so like, I don't have to like multitask almost. So sure. I would say also like getting that comfortability behind the mic as well. It's like the more like fluid you can come, become with like both of them, like the better kind of performance I think you, you'll end up doing at the end of the day. I don't know if that answered your question. No, exactly, I, I, I think, uh, I think it does. I think there's no easy answer to it. You know what I mean? That's what I was kind of getting to with the chicken or the egg. And I think part of that goes into something that we talked about a long time ago is like, your progression of identifying with your craft. Again, I hate when I start talking like this cause it makes me sound douchey, but it's like, like, I don't know your situation hundred percent, but like I, I work a nine to five right now. Ralph works a nine to five ish. And, uh, but like, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. But you still do this super creative thing mm-hmm. where gun to head, if everything went right, you'd love to do this passion full time. So you wouldn't have to do your full time job. At least that's, that's my point of view. So I, I think a big progress is like you identifying as a rapper, as opposed to a guy from DC, who's an accountant and also is into rapping, you know what I mean? Or like has this passion mm-hmm. or this hobby. So like, is that something you think about? Is that something that you don't think about yeah. in terms of? Like, yeah, it's yeah. That, it's it's a huge point of like um, emphasis in my life. Like you know, everything becomes like a time management thing at the end of the day. It's right. like, okay, I have a nine to five. I'm so that's eight hours of my day. I got to sleep for eight hours in theory. So that leaves another. Eight, eight hours. Can I do math? Yeah, another eight <laughs> hours left. You don't try and do math here. We never try and do that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. then it's like, okay, I got to shower. I got to eat. I got, there's only so many hours in the day. So it's just all about manipulating and getting the right amount of, um, I don't know, dedication to, to what you want to do at the end of the day. Um, 
Well, I've asked you know, people this question what, before and they, they've answered it differently. Like, mm-hmm. in a perfect world, would you want to go all in? Yeah, on I'd rap? Lo- I would love to be, re- I would love to be receiving enough royalty checks for right. my music at this point right. to, Quick, to not have to, to, to work. Yes, yeah, that right. is a fact for sure. Do you think that affects um, your creative process that nine to five or like, even like, like again, in the back of my head, I know when I first started this and even to a point, like my old man listens to every episode, you know what I mean? So that was definitely like in my head when I first started, whether it consciously held me back from shit or not. What are you giggling at? You giggling at I Big just L? thought about the fact that your dad's going to listen to this and hear me talking about that flat tire story. <laughs> <laughs> he loves you, dog. He loves you. So, um, but no, it definitely, whether, yeah, <laughs> consciously or not, I think can like hamstring you a little bit. Like, is that like, yeah, I, I it, it's, it's a huge, yes, it's a huge issue, you know, cause at yeah. work sometimes I'm doing shit. Like I'm going to be honest. I, I, you know, there's shit that I hate doing at work. It's, you know, and I'm working for anytime you're working for someone else, you're, you're going to, have that if you're not the ceo you're gonna be there's gonna be shit that you don't like and that shit does wear on me for sure and it's just about um you know until i get these royalty checks coming in it's about mitigating those things and focusing within the workspace on the things that i can you know be more creative with um the things that like um, as opposed to the things that are more draining on me but you know until that point it's just sort of maneuvering and figuring that out have you, know? you done anything live? Have you done any live performances yet? I have not. No. Mm-mm. We got to make that a goal. I'm op- open. Open to it, though. Yeah. We, should we get him on tour mm-hmm. 58 style? You want to you book his tour? You just, you got to book yourself. You. Uh, is that something you'd, you'd want to do? Like, yeah, is that something, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. is that something you would, uh, are you actually yeah, doing that? actively pursuing touring right now not touring, i'm not i would but like do you hit up like local open mics and i i don't actually and that's that could be the next like phase of this iteration of this journey i'm on with it is sort of i guess because i was so secretive and like that's kept everything so close to the too. chest originally yeah. i'm real i'm really bad at like networking and like you know growing my circle so networking is a huge I, I'm that's why that's why I'm doing this podcast right now, because I want to do more new shit that like that's not just like shit in my head. You know, I want to. So if you have like a suggestion, I'm I'm very much open to like trying out new things and and, like like DC got a decent little strip themselves in like a nightlife. But I don't I don't. I don't know. That's what is it like the pits. You guys are. What's so the, we used like to have a, this place called Shadow Lounge, which is probably the most tangible place that was essentially like the battleground for or the proving ground, mm-hmm. which was was it Tuesday nights? Was that whatever? They used to have this night every every uh, every week or every once a month where um, it was it was essentially a battle thing, like a head to head. And they had this wheel where you had to like rap about a topic. It was like the Olympic styles type thing. So, yes, we did have like this one kind of single place, at least uh, in, we, in our couple neighborhoods. We had a few I, venues, I w- like the Rex in the South Side. Yeah. Uh, that spot mm-hmm. Millville. We, I can never. We were just Mr. talking Smalls. about that. Yeah. Mr. Smalls. I can never remember that name. Uh but, but yeah, again, those places I, definitely even at that point seemed like some version of the pros, you know what I mean? Or at least people who uh, were taking it more seriously than not, I guess would be like. I will say this, like 
when I was like first, like, you know, becoming becoming in love with like music, what I would what I would do love what got me is like just zoning out on like my headphones and just, you know, you know, just zoning out, just taking it in. And like because of that, I feel like I've placed such more of an emphasis on let's get that recorded. Let's get the recordings right and, and less on like. Um, like live performances and do and you know like you know going one on one and battle rapping and that's sort of just like the thought process I've had just around it. Having said that, I, I feel like I've like developed enough where like I'm ready to do I'm ready to you know do other things do you, like that. You know, do you record everything yourself. Like, yeah, I got my my whole studio. I see right I see there. the mic and uh, <laughs> oh, you can see if I, yeah oh, I can see the, a little bit like yeah. And I'm I'm half yeah no go yeah, ahead so I I got I got all, yeah I got all the equipment um, I'm what very do you do for beats? I'm very portable what what do you do for beats I uh, I go to beat stars generally you know the the marketplaces and yeah. um no I'm interested in that I, because like we we have some mm-hmm. again not only Ralph but another local homie that's that's pretty close to us that we're lucky to be homies with is Billy Hoyle who's a who's a big time producer in his own right, not only locally, but nationally. So I'm very, I'm aware of kind of like that relationship where he kind of works exclusively with like three or four artists, but I'm interested in the creative process when it's again, kind of this new, interesting, like a la carte market, which is great for not Mm -hmm. only you, but for these people who make beats and can make a little bit of change off them too. So, yeah, I've got an engineer that I work with. Like when I, I'll, I'll buy a beat. It always starts with buying the beat. Um, I have to like it religiously to like write to it and then rap on it. So I'll find the beat and then I'll record it. I'm trying to get my recording time per song down. That's something I'm, I'm working on myself. What's I, average I right now? Much. What's average right it's, now? I'm not trying to blow you up. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph grew up in the back cave. He knows the hours it takes to get to, it, to put it in. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on a song right now that I probably wrote like, five years ago. So like, I have like this weird, like I have like this bank of like songs that I've written and I want to get away from like this. That's what I was saying earlier about changing my process a little bit. I'm still like gravitating towards like um, working on stuff that I've written from a while ago, as opposed to just getting in, doing a song same day and just being done with it on to the next one. I, so I just have this emotional attachment to these songs that I've written that I'm like, I want to bring them to fruition and, and, you know, bring them live. So, um, yeah, that's so interesting anyways, because I'm sure you got some topical, uh, I mean, or, or more recent inspirational songs that maybe you knock out way quicker than obviously five years. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, that's actually a good point. I didn't, I haven't thought about it that way, but yeah, the ones that are like more like, recent and like i have like a more landing like today Less of an attachment yeah. to you know what i mean i think that's probably a part of it too where it's like mm. goes back to that thing where it's like if you've been sitting on it for five years the standard that you have for it that you want it for it to come out just like inherently is going to grow right you know what i mean yeah and, and like the inf- and like when you're writing it you're i'm like always thinking about okay i'll say it like this i'll put this inflection on that word and like sit but like you lose that if you write something five years ago and then try to record it five years later, you miss some of those things. The nuances for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm Oh yeah. That's, I I don't know. That's just something I've never really thought about. That's like pretty interesting in terms of like uh, a a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Like it's, it it can help and hurt you. I don't know. That's interesting. How long was it taking? Like, uh, like average on average for the, like may or be white to knock songs out. You don't even remember. uh, Well, that, I mean, I don't know how long the the writing process would take, but uh, once you get in there with germ and shit and uh, 
you start paying money, like, you know, yeah, you right, start paying yeah. out of your pocket, like boys get serious right. real quick and yeah. get to work. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I guess that. Was. Yeah. You got it. You're paying for studio time. You're paying for yeah. people to be there. Then it's, it's becoming pricey. You want to move yeah, yeah. quickly. You want to get it right. Jay, what, what's mm, your favorite song of yours right now? I'm sure that probably changes or at least one that's out on wax. Like one that you really, I mean, I'm sure, like I said, that changes I have, daily, weekly. Whatever. I have this one. Yeah. I have this one playlist that I, I have one playlist I keep. And every time I like, like a song, I'll, I'll add it to that. This playlist started whenever I started, um, uh, you know, we started using Spotify or whatever, yep. but you know, this is going to sound weird, but like back in the day, like I wasn't like a huge, like nut crazy Kanye West fan. I mean, obviously I listened Ooh. to his shit on the radio. I, you probably know this is going. And I, just recently watched those Netflix documentaries on him. Do you guys watch those yet? I haven't watched those yet. Like I'm, uh, I I was actually, it's three parts. I watched, I watched all three. The first, the second one is the best. The first one still good. I thought it was, I was blown away. It was really, it was a really cool, like inside scene. So I've been listening to a lot of like Kanye West from like way back when college dropout was phenomenal. That that's the song. That's the album that was like, uh, featured and like coveted. I, during I sing the that whole on thing. my birthday every morning. Drug dealing just to get. <laughs> just on your birthday, you probably sing that more yeah. days a week. Never than supposed just to on- make it past twenty five. <laughs> yeah, Jokes yeah. on you, I'm still alive. I love it. I love, I love that it. shit. Yeah, and yeah. I throw my hands up in the sky because we don't care what people say. Come for the sit down, stay for Ralph rapping the entire family. My birthday's business next song. Saturday. You'll see it too. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Instagram birthday! Yeah. 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 Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Happy birthday. Happy so, birthday. um, so back to that. Yeah. Good. I, I was just, gonna, I was just, I was starting to play. You probably, probably remember this song. It's a Kanye song. So this is the song that's been at the top of my playlist. Uh, spaceship. Oh, great one. Remember yeah, this song? Yeah. 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 So. I'm working my grave shift. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's my, I talk and, about Kanye a lot on here and, uh, against, not a lot, but just like we do this segment called beat or beat those cheeks, which is essentially, can we like, do that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. We can definitely do that. I'll never turn anybody down for a little cheek beating session. Um, but, <laughs> no, it's just like the original argument was like, uh, do you fuck with Kanye? And then like, I have a boy who I started this with shout out fancy bread. Who's super fucking annoying and just like makes you elaborate <laughs> on everything. And, Mm-hmm. So it got to like to separate the art from the artist content and like that. And then I felt like I was on a couch at some point, like with a shrink and it basically got down to Kanye, the producer versus Kanye, the rapper and all this stuff. So yes, Kanye, I think is almost unavoidable in conversation with our generation at some point, whether you want it to be or yeah, not. He's, he's, yeah, I wasn't he's a, even he's like, a, a, he's like, a needle mover, you know what I mean? Mover. So it's like you, ha- you, you can't avoid some things with him again. I don't fuck with anything. I don't fuck with everything he's doing. Excuse me. I think that right. he's changed like his new way he's doing concerts and listening parties and like whatever is like very interesting. I think, I think it's, I mean, he's fucking killing people with prices and he's been doing that for the last 10 years with everything and it's still happening. So like it's, it's yeah, he's got some undeniable, like undeniable songs. Yeah. I think his rapping just like is not again back to, he doesn't have the time to, to, 
keep improving his actual rapping skills in terms of lyrics and bars. Mm-hmm. I hey, think he does. He got, he got all the time in the world. Yeah, that. but he's not using it on he's that, old. I guess, is my point. He's but too like, busy. I think, his family, production, right, I think his musical production for albums, whether I like them, like riding around in my car or not, is undeniable the progress that he's well, making. Yeah. Even if Mike Dean's making the beats or whatever, and he's the one like orchestrating everything, putting everything together, like even now, mm-hmm. like you have so much access, like whether it's this doc or whatever, to all right, he played this song at the listening party and then he didn't like that verse, so he took it off before he dropped it on the album and he like changed this bass line and that and that. And just like kind of this entire like ability for the consumer to see his actual creative process is very unique for like that level of talent. Again, for a multitude of reasons, right? I think it's very competitive. So people don't want to like give away the recipe to the secret sauce. I think uh, that's always been kind of like a a throne thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure there is like some Wizard of Oz shit that like when you get to a certain level, you're like, oh, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I, I think that's interesting in this like age of you pay a price for something that comes with all these extra, whether it's tangible or non-tangible kind of benefits. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting. I think he's a fucking whack-ass rapper now. I think he's been a whack-ass rapper for like a long time, but that's okay. That doesn't mean that I want to fucking see him hung and at the stocks. Yeah, at the I don't stakes, want nothing bad to happen to him. I like, wish you him know the what best. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be tarred and feathered or whatever. Like, I mean, like, but, I'm glad to see. Yeah, know? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I think the, I'm, I love that sample off this, the game song that he just dropped. Like, I, I think that's crazy. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a problem where I just, I, I always mean revert to listening to music from like age, like 12 to like, 25 24 so um like i was just at the gym just earlier this morning and i was i was listening to the the prefix by little wayne that was i was just had that on repeat while i was on the on the treadmill so this i was gonna ask you this this is like a a double question who is Mm -hmm. a new young guy that you are fucking with in rap and who is a new new is a weird word but who is a young guy that gets a lot of public kind of reception and praise that you don't understand why um okay let me start with the second one who gets like a lot of public perception and praise throw that salt boy <laughs> I see him laughing over there. <laughs> I'm interested to see what Ralph's yeah, answer is on this too. Uh, I, we can all give it we can do a little okay we can do a little pre-beater beat those cheeks on this because this isn't really but yeah all right even if we want to just stick with not understanding I guess the negative aspect the negative I, I put such a emphasis and on like the words and writing and all that shit that I use. So when I listen to a song that like doesn't even make sense, but like sometimes those songs are actually like really good. And like, you don't, you just bounce around and like, don't need to list, but you like to party. You like, understand just like the fucking groove aspect. Right. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This man is the ultimate yeah. shirtless partier, by the way, we might get into that later. <laughs> like beat or beat those cheeks drinking with a shirt on might be one of them. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen him with a cocktail in his hand and a shirt on. I barely have a shirt on myself. Even though no one will see this, my nipple keeps popping out of the Oh, I've been seeing it. It's been keep, like, and I keep covering it up like bro, we're on you've TV been assaulting shit. my cornea with your side boob like this entire episode. <laughs> like, like, like assault, brother. This so, is, um, is, okay, yeah. back to basics here. Uh, somebody in okay, the ra- yeah. yeah, go ahead, Rube. Uh, 
So someone that's like really big that I like don't get it, don't yep. understand is Takashi six nine. I, I see, yeah, I'm, right. And again, I think he's kind of. I, I would. Is it safe to say he's kind of fallen off a little bit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with all this yeah. shit, but uh, I would agree. At his peak, he's kind of the easiest one that comes to mind. I never from understood right. his shit. Either. I felt that way about Little Baby for a long time, but I did my research a little bit. And again, not I'm my type coming of, around. Exactly. Exactly. Like you know what I mean? Again, I like a lot of young guys. I think Cordae is great right now. I think there's a lot of Cor- young, I love yeah. Cordae. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Cause me and you are like cut from that same cloth, like that lyric cloth. Right. You know what I mean? I love yeah. Wale coming uh-huh. up, seeing him like him whiz. I Big Sean still has bars. Used to have crazy bars, like mm. in the mixtape days. It, bro, Ralph, mm. we're not sitting here denying I'm just old, the bar I'm ability. Older than you, I know so. you are. You're really old dog. Trust me. <laughs> Gray hair on the side boob over here. Um, <laughs> I fuck with, uh, uh, man, I fuck with Con Conway, the machine. Con- yeah, it's heavy. hard to call him young, but that yeah, the whole, Griselda. They're boys. not. They're like forty. They're, yeah, 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 yeah. They're very OG. I, that whole Griselda. That movement, album like, charted, which I thought was crazy for some like pop the trunk rap music. No, nah, that shit ain't pop the trunk no more. That shit was pop the trunk uh, COVID. Now, yeah, now, yeah. Like two he's, years later, I love that album too. I thought it was great. Uh, West, like that whole West Side Gun, like he's yeah. I could, I, I could do without West Side Gun, shit. but I just I no love the hustle. How he, how like he made the million off the t-shirts and shit. Like, yeah, for sure. And uh, Benny the Butcher, I think like yeah, I, mean, I think the shit is so smart. Like it's gangster as fuck, but it's how about smart, who you like, don't like, right? Or you don't understand why they why they get so much praise. You don't even really listen to any new shit. Well, I was going to say, uh, when you were talking about the baby, I don't, I never, See, I can't say I've heard a baby, the baby little baby song. is different yeah. than the baby. Don't be one of these old guys They're out both, here who doesn't I don't, know this. I don't know the difference Very between the babies. Very different I don't know. Let me save you. Let me save you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the babies. I've never heard either one that, of those childs. Back then. <laughs> Ralph don't know nothing about child support. No, don't I come jump, ask him. I jump from, <laughs> I jump from like, uh, the old, like the older you get, the music just uh, the new shit just doesn't sound good no more. Uh, but I think I what, went from Jeezy to just all right, we're gonna stop. But you still and, have that in Griselda, time, you know what I mean? Yeah, like but, you still but have. But the time that. stopped from 2010 till, and then we bounced back in 2022 with this Griselda movement. And I yeah. always, I guess, with, what like, bothers me is like people who get old and say just like rap music stinks now because it's just like you're just nah. lazy. Like everyone loses the time. Like. I think it's like the sports center analogy, dude. Like, when you're 11 years old, all you have to do is listen my, to, or is watch sports center, so you know everything about. Wait, my childhood easy, favorite easy. rappers are still rapping. Styles P still out here rapping. Yeah, yeah, but shit. I'm saying you're just. There's also younger guys who are on the same trajectory. No disrespect, as Styles yeah, P but, was, that you just don't have again time management time for yeah. to go in and like do the deep. Di- like again, when's I don't even know how to use right. SoundCloud, dude. You know, I don't have SoundCloud on my phone, so it's like if you don't have SoundCloud, like I can't imagine like Dat Piff is like the place that you pop anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I still got the Dat Piff app. I got that the Dat Piff app. Give me like. Me I too, had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I, I just re-downloaded after a while. Great new interface, Dat Piff. Great job. When like, I had yeah. an Android, I, well, I need to say one thing on the Dat Piff comment. Please. I was, I told you I was listening to the, at the gym to that mixtape. I was listening to it on Dat Piff because that mixtape is from like Bro, <laughs> way back when. Like, they just put faces for Mac on Spotify, but before that, I was on Dat Piff heavy, like for Wayne stuff. For heavy, you were saying Wale, like all that, like uh, like all the Wale mixtapes I run through all the time. Like I can't never remember. 
remember names of the worst memory, but the one with the red flag on the front with the black cover, and then the one that had like mm. the Barry Sanders joint on it. Uh, uh, that was sick. But dude, because that's like why. It. I mean, again, everybody's nostalgia. But like him and Cole mm. were coming up at the same time, and they were both. I dropping. love Cole, bro. I vividly remember that. There was a concert at Penn State in a fucking like ballroom in the student center that held like 250 people that like the opener was Mike Posner throwback right there. Now the motherfucker's getting bit by rattlesnakes walking across the world and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the opener. He was like the biggest thing since sliced bread. Big Sean was like his homeboy that he brought everywhere with him. And yeah. J. Cole and Wale were the openers, which was fucking insane. <laughs> it was, the ticket was $10. <laughs> it was insane, dude. There was nobody there. I it fuck was with so J. Fun. Cole in between that Jeezy to Griselda jump. Yeah. Well, he J. Cole, was, he was in guy. between that. That's the guy. I play that shit. Yeah, I was at a I was at a J. Cole concert um when I was in college. And I don't know if we I don't do drugs, but <laughs> someone gave me like crystal meth or something or something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> something that I want, something that I didn't intend to take, and I that's, did not that's what I remember. <laughs> I don't do drugs, yeah, but yeah. if I did, I, this was not the drug I was night. looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a rage to me. <laughs> yes, that, that this is great synergy. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is actually the guy to talk. All right, so this will be the last thing I think we do before we jump to beat or beat those cheeks. But Rube, all right. you are all ball busting aside, you are a a. Uh, a legendary partier for your stamina is amazing. You're just not only it has nothing to do with consumption Thank of anything. <laughs> it's just pure energy and, and stamina in terms of good times, getting the group revved up, ready to go. I just try kinda, hard, man. You, I work, I work. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you exercise that muscle again. You, you put in four, maybe five hard long years at Arizona, really perfecting that craft. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The eye roll is great. So, um, That's what I need the yoga for now. Yeah. yeah. Have sure. you ever heard, of not a rave but a rage a rage as opposed to a rave yes i had never Am heard I that of old I, yeah i don't i don't I think, I we're, too I I think we're too young believe it no, or no, not. we're yeah, too old yeah, we're yeah. too old we're too old you, this story that you told about a rage was from 12 yeah years. but the girls i went with were like 19 and okay fucking, and it was in 2018 well, they, were 19, yeah. they were uh is this recent yeah this, this was like, like in 2000 uh 18. You'll listen to it at the yeah, beginning of the episode. Well, Rube, you were, this is another story that I love. Uh, Rube was abroad. You were in Barcelona, right? With all those guys. That's where, oh, yes, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, you came to, when we all went to Amsterdam and did that thing in Utrecht or whatever, were you with us when we took the train and went to that? Oh, well, we, well, we were, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, when we went yeah. to that show yes, that uh, like Tiesto, White, Avicii. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, yes. no, it Sensation wasn't the one. White. No, it wasn't that one. It wasn't this big one. It was it was a uh, small one in Amsterdam. It was not Sensation White or whatever. But anyway, what uh, the same uh, thing yeah. that this is essentially it was very close to a rage. But it's, the funny story from this is one of our homeboys was there in an I Am Amsterdam headband. We're all like Rube said, if we don't do drugs, but if we did. We definitely found the drugs we were looking for that night. Like, yeah, it would have. Uh, but uh, so, uh, don't do drug, kid. You're. Dude, no, I was young. It was a long time ago. I definitely regret that. No. All the children listening right now, Benny, make sure that Enzo isn't listening. Turn this down. Um, so, Dad, I hope you want to take a piss. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my dad so, never. Yeah, yeah. You know Santone, the homie Santone, Rube. Yeah, so of Santone's yeah. wearing this. Uh, I am Amsterdam red handband. This fucking. 
refrigerator of a guy walks up to him, must have been 370 pounds, 2% body fat comes up to him and just kind of like flicks him on the forehead. I'm like, oh my God, this dude's going to murder us. We got nothing to do. Like we got nothing for this guy. He goes, you are Amsterdam? No, no, no. I am Amsterdam. It just starts like fucking like <laughs> wedding, uh, American wedding dancing with him, just fucking like going off. So shout out to homie. Santone. Oh my God. Has no relationship with this podcast whatsoever, but uh, a great, a great story about him in Amsterdam and whatever. Okay. This is going That's off the rails. Incredible. Um, should we hop over to beat, oh, beat those me, cheeks? One, I want yes, to plug please. one thing. Oh, I'll I'll, give you weren't going anywhere. We're, we were going to keep you, but let's do the plugs now. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so, and this, I think this is going to be a anybody's first. I, I haven't listened to every single episode. I've listened to, you know, we love first. quite a few, but I have a project that I want to drop. I'm having trouble picking a date for it. Let's go. So Okay. So, I you want know, we have the questionnaire. I love this. Go off, go off, go off. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I want to pick it. I want you guys to help me pick a date for when to drop this, you know, I, there's been I, two of my drops. I've had like, like the dates have been like significant for me. I'm like, okay, we're gonna, I dropped one at the, on December 31st. I dropped one right before I moved somewhere. And then like, so, so, so I want to just, and I don't have any fucking reason or dates to pick for this one I got coming up. So I want to use you this, guys to help me figure out the date. For, what a beautiful surprise. This is absolutely spectacular. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you so, want like a universal date? I was going to say, want, like, uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers to that. It's not bad luck if it's water. Cheers, if we're boys. trying to get the sponsor, we're trying to get the Deer Park sponsor. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so do we want to set any parameters at all? Oh, yeah. Yes. One parameter. Yes. Uh, so it's called, or I'll say, one thing and then parameter one thing it's called t ocho t e e ocho the the 22 tigley's trials tribulations and something tape holy shit i forgot the whole title I was going to say, we're going to make Ralph say that. That will not be my job. Uh, yeah. It's 18s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's 18s in it. And I love it. I, I, so, so something that's, I've gone to, uh, this was the worst. I've gone to submit something to like upload. And I'm like, okay, release this like on Spotify and everything in like two weeks. And then like, I'm like plugging it, promoting it on like the socials. And like the day comes up and it's like, not up. So I like they they like didn't put it. So now Classic. I'm like, okay, I need at least T plus three and a half T plus three weeks before I actually like release and start like promoting anything. So three at least at least three weeks from today. That's the one parameter around choosing a date for one to drop it. Three weeks from today. Just we're yeah. Okay. That so. that or further into the future. That is like the earliest we can drop it. It's three That's weeks the from earliest. the day. Okay. Do we want to set right. any other bookend? Like we gotta have it out by, and I'm just being arbitrary here. June first. Like like, do you care? No. No. There, no. There's okay. No, okay. No, but I will say, what was I gonna say? Shoot. Oh, like maybe you guys can just speak to like what goes into like a release date. Like I, I you know, sometimes maybe a little why, something. why you like that date so we can do it open ended. OK, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Exactly. So I'm going to really try and not let my big brain kind of knock Ralph out right here. So don't try and work too hard here. Ralph. <laughs> I already so got what, the date. So, yeah, no, <laughs> easy. The we get on to the, we got to push oh. people to the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so this is episode 17. We do 20 episodes a season, uh, usually with like kind of little recap after that. So we got like a little like around a month left we post a questionnaire every week as everybody on this show knows um if you don't you're a cottonhead nigga 
cotton-headed ninny muffins. I can't even say it. Doesn't even matter. Whatever. So anyway, uh, go watch Elf. You fucking seen it. You know what I'm like. I couldn't say. remember yeah. my the name of my project. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what tagline project? Whatever. So, um, so we will leave this question on the questionnaire for the rest of the season. So other questions will change. Ooh. This one will stay on there for like the next three Love or it. four weeks or whatever it is. Our excellent. At the end of March, we will basically. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Coagulates, not the word. Collaborates, not the word. Get them all together. Uh, compile. That was the word I was looking for. We will compile all the answers. You we did it. You did it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out Penn State Honors College. Kicked out the last eight weeks. Just didn't make that last semester. That's a story for a different day, though. Um, so, but we will send them out to J. Rue. J. Rue, you will pick your favorite one, essentially. Not only, so it'll be the date, the reason. It'll be open-ended. You can kind of put in a date or like maybe Ooh. even like a, a time, a week, something that means something to you. Ralph's real into astrology and all that wild <laughs> shit. He's I probably going to do some dumb yeah. shit with Met <laughs> Mars and retrograde. I'll, I'll, um, I'll get you, I'll get you a, a, a manifesting date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, Ralph <laughs> well, is probably already, the one you want involved and in And I this. already figured it out. Just drop it on the Lionsgate portal. Well, can you just do August it on the, you haven't 8th, done a questionnaire 8th, 8th. in a month anyway, so just get well, back to the I, How am I supposed to do the questionnaire when I'm on it? Like That's a good point. That's like you do the do most psycho move. How do you feel about yoga Ralph? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> All right. I think we got to jump into some cheek beating. Rue, this has been awesome, man. I'm glad that you're sticking around. I'm so glad you asked for that. Thank you for coming on. Um, again, not kicking you off, but I hope you enjoyed it enough where you can become a regular in the Anybody Universe. Come back and join us. That, that's what I said to you. I was like, I'm, I'm, the, ne I'm the next Anybody regular. So you so know what you have to do? I know you weren't. Uh, so we do something on here called Counterpunch. So I'm going to give you some homework. It's very easy. Uh, okay. We do this thing called not Counterpunch. Homework, which is, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't mean to give you PTSD there. That's my bad, dog. I know you too well for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we do this thing called Counterpunch, which is essentially like a voicemail uh, mailbox that we have where you hop on your iPhone, you can do voice notes and basically just email it to us at our email address, which is? The ACDT show at gmail.com. Go off, boy. That's my dog. I got him in training out here, like AAA, just taking soft toss in you, a cage. Well, you, I didn't know it last time, and you corrected me, and I have, uh, you know... Yeah, this is like Catholic grade school. You get whipped on the knuckles. I was going to say, believe it or not, I retain tables. knowledge like a sponge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's why I'm so heavy. I just well, keep retaining you're, you're knowledge You're talking to the here. championship JCC basketball coach over here, okay? I know a thing or two about I can only imagine what other, oh, what other, led the league what other championships you have. I already found out the hard way you had a Anyway. Pro Bowlers Association card. Roop, I think it was season one, episode seven or eight with my original co-host, Andy Feathers and Fancy Bread. We actually did a wrap off. Like we each kind of got off some bars uh, over a Dr. Ooh. Dre beat. It's at the end of an episode. I will send you the episode. I would like send you to, we, we, we announced a winner. I am not going to, you, you'll be able to listen. It doesn't matter. I would like you to kind of send your review of all three of our verses, if you would. Ooh. As, as All right, some, yeah. that's homework that I'll do. Yeah, I, see, I, I'm a great teacher. I know what I'm doing out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. School would have been, Ralph, you would have maybe made honor roll more than sixth grade when Benny's mom fudged the paperwork. That was, I earned that shit. <laughs> I was in the zone. I had a, Yin's like, put down Mrs. Bartleson like she wasn't a dope teacher. Like no, she didn't drill you. it in our heads. Yeah. No, I was in my prime, sixth grade. Yeah. All right, Rob.
Ralph, if you're going to be out here showing off, do you want to intro beat or beat those cheeks and tell people what it is? Yeah, if you've been sleeping under a rock or... Like uh, Patrick Starr out this bitch. Yeah, if you've been sleeping <laughs> under a rock or just been, you know, not paying attention to what's going on out here, we do a little segment we call Beat or Beat Those Cheeks. If it is... We take suggestions from the anybody's or ourselves. Yeah, Sometimes we, maybe even our guests. We, like we allow an open panel to, to throw in floor. ideas of things that were beat by beat. It's things we don't like or if it feels so good then we beat the cheeks on it and that was, uh that was almost good well that was pretty good for just raw do- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good for raw dog in it i when you when you that's asked better me, than skater's done in two years when you when you asked me to be on the podcast today uh, as skater i was like oh yeah i gotta be skater and i <laughs> I didn't have any beanies in the house, so I was like, fuck. Uh, all right, so yeah, th- let's go. So we got two that we were kind of discussing off mic and one from the legendary anybody, Poop Stain. So I think we should start with our food topic because that's what the flagship anybody can do. This beat or beat those cheeks segment does truly center around this from our guest, Roop. So Roop, would you like to present the first beat or beat those cheeks topic? Anchovies is the first beat or beat those cheeks topic. And I, should I go first? Please, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Ralph sure as hell ain't going first. <laughs> and, I, and I am going to beat the shit out of those. Beat anchovies. They are fucking disgusting. I'm a big Caesar salad guy. Anytime they're like remotely even like in the same kitchen as my salad, I send it back. Can't do with it. What you guys are looking I, like? No, no. Dance. So this <laughs> is exactly why I wanted to do this. This is exactly why I wanted to do I, this one. I, so I, I may. I, fuck with I don't want to seem presumptuous, but I may have some potentially earth-shattering news for you. Do you? Are you aware that every Caesar dressing that you eat is made with anchovies? Sounds familiar, but that that is it's a it's a little mind fucking. So, but I I am on I'm <laughs> on the same page as you. I am absolutely beat on anchovies. However, knowing knowing that I I love Caesar salad dressing. It's my favorite salad by far. Like most Me people, too. I think. And my understanding is, and I might do some googling here, is that every Caesar salad dressing has like uh like pro, like chopped up diced up, whatever the term is that we're looking for here, anchovies. And then like the, the ask at a nice restaurant, at a steakhouse, at whatever, do you want anchovies on the salad is kind of like a, uh, enhancement thing more so than a complete addition thing. But let's get Ralph's take on this and I'll do some Googling to see if I'm correct. Cause believe it or not, I've been wrong way more times than I've been right I... on this show, unfortunately. <laughs> Sounds um, right. Yeah. 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 Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. Sardine. I don't mind, uh, anchovies. Whoa. I grew up as a sardine eating kid. Great. Great point. Are there a difference between sardines and anchovies? Is there? That little fish is a little fish, right? Like, I don't know. I'm I asking. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. I, I'm so, like, it reminds me of growing up poor. I, I, I'm far removed from that. So I'm going to say I'm beat on anchovies just because of that. But, like, hey, when we did Minios just a few weeks ago, he's like, you want to put some anchovies on it? And, okay, uh, so, sorry, not to interrupt They're you. a little too overpowering for me. They're a little bit yeah. s- way too salty. Our new standard or 
metric for all true information is kind of like if you have like your own separate paragraph on Google up here or you know what I mean? Like, cause that means so many uh, people yeah. Google it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that before any selections and says, if you order a Caesar's dressing at a restaurant or purchase Caesar dressing at the store, anchovies are most likely an ingredient in the dressing. However, obviously there are Caesar dressings out there that exist without anchovies. So again, this is, this is always kind of something that we've uh, debated here. Like is beet or beat those cheeks mm. uh, a, a, a one or zero type system. Is there shades a of binary, gray? Yeah. Correct binary. See, this is why this is I'm a, suburban I'm schools, shit, city yeah. schools. Yeah, I'm smart as shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not <laughs> But no, I, I, uh, I uh, actually got, we actually had to delete, the only segment we've ever deleted on here was about that very binary discussion on uh three or more toppings on pizza. Me and oh. Fancy Bread almost came to blows over it. Ooh, and we had to delete. One. Yeah, yeah. So we could actually revisit that one one day. Um, but right now, if you put more than three toppings on the pizza, that tells me everything I need to know about you right then and there. Which is what? Your, your life is You're chaos. You're a scumbag, right? It's That's chaos. what I said. It's You're fucking a scumbag. <laughs> There's You're no a order to scumbag. it whatsoever. And at, no offense be- to Minios, that was a great free pizza that you threw us with five ingredients on it. Thank you. We appreciate that. But other than that, you're a scumbag. Yeah, it's too much. It's overkill. Okay, so I guess, uh, can we just get official records? We got Roop on the record is beat. I think I just, based on my brand and who I am and the binary scale and all that discussion, I'm going to have to beat the cheeks of it. Of Ralphie. what? Anchovies? Yeah. Mm. I mean, right. I like them. I like <laughs> yeah, them, but sorry. like, yeah, yeah. I don't Trust me, I've caught enough yeah, flack in these internet streets. Later. Yeah, I said, I, yeah. I said before I'm beat on them just because it reminds. <laughs> sorry, me I wasn't paying poor, attention. But, uh, I just apologize. I like them still, but like, I don't want them. Um, okay, yeah, right, yeah. Again, but you'll. I you'll never eat knew them. that shit. They were in Caesar salad dressing. I only fuck with ranch and the occasional. Uh, Vinaigrette and shit like that. Oh, look at you, pinky out vinaigrette. Okay, next one that we're gonna vinaigrette, go to. Vinaigrette—that's not even high class. <laughs> yeah, that's like no, the yeah, lowest yeah. class you could get. Like we just threw some fucking vinegar Wrong. on it, dog. The lowest class dressing you can get. Let's actually have this discussion. Uh, French. French dressing is the lowest class dressing. I used dressing. to fuck with yeah, uh, eating park Hard French beat. dressing heavy. <laughs> yeah, of course you did, dog. You Fun probably, fact. Fat Ralph probably drank that shit with a straw. Every time, no, nah, my body rejected it. Every time I take a bite out of French dressing, I would cough. Like, I fucking, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> get high Now it got part. me familiar. I'm about to order some food. When they ask me what dressing I want, I'm going to be like, you got French? And then if it makes me cough, I'm just going to like. I don't think I like any orange condiment. I can't think of one. <laughs> Orange condiment? Yeah, like orange colored condiment. Like cheese doesn't really count, but like it's orange. Cheese nacho cheese. Maybe like a maybe like a, a wild vodka. Like a cayenne pepper. Yeah, yeah, something like is that. that. Oh, I guess like a marsala, like a tiki marsala. I like spices I like, are different. Like yeah, that. curry. Yeah, right. Exactly. I like okay. that. Can we move on here? Yeah. yeah You're yeah. actually the one I'm going to go to next on this big boy. Yeah. So this one comes from my homie, your homie, homie, anybody's homie, Poopstain. Poopstain. Wrote in this week and wants us to beat or beat the cheeks on something we may have done before, but I don't keep good enough audit to figure it out or not. I should start an Excel sheet. Face tattoos. You are a man of many tattoos. I, Some of them good, most of them not. I'm um, going <laughs> to be beat on a face tattoo just because, like... That's your face, dog. Uh, once you do that, there's... Well, if you're successful in life... And uh, go for it. But, like, I think that shit's whack. Uh, What's your, like, Mason Dixon line of you won't get a tattoo above... I'm not, I don't, I don't want my neck, neck touched. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 I don't, yeah. I'm not going to do, like, my neck or nothing. Okay. Uh, I, I you grew won't up, get my name tattooed on your nah, neck? No, I yeah. grew up, uh, 
believe it or not, contrary to how I look, like I grew up in like in a household, like my mom and dad were cool with tattoos, but my mom, like if she's seen, uh, that I had tattoos below my elbows and my elbows tattooed, she'd be fucking furious. She wanted you to have like the Sunday tattoos. She didn't mind ones that were hidden and shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Kevin Durant's, if you will, but like a face (laughs) tattoo that's there and, uh, that's there for life uh that's the first mm-hmm. thing someone's gonna see when they see you uh if I mean, you if gun to head you had to get a face tattoo what would it be of time out okay you think about think. that let's go to Rupe and get his <laughs> Rupe, you got a tattoo right at least one it's actually interesting you bring this topic up because I don't have one, but I, I am thought like, you said you had a face. I know what I want. And I'm like, I'm this, I'm like, I'm 31 now. It's like, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo for 15 years at this point. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the cusp. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I think that there might be like, can you get, is there a certain, no, I guess not, right? There's not well, a certain age where you can't get tattoos. Is there a certain I mean, age yeah. where you can't get your first anymore? You, Maybe you that's can't get your face tattooed after 50. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless you're in jail and like you did some work. Yeah. yeah. But like, that's yeah, what yeah, I, you're that's. just getting the teardrops. That's like. what I always thought of <laughs> face tattoos. I always thought it was gang related and, uh. You let people know from the gate, like, what's up? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. You, yeah. You scare them off. So this goes back to the the binary conversation about beat or beat those cheeks in that. Can I lightly tap cheeks? I mean, it's, it's, your, it's your world, man. We're just living. I like the I'm sliding like, scale you're developing. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. Everything's a spectrum. Yeah. Everything's yeah, a spectrum. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ralph knows about the spectrum. He's been on it for 37 is, years. Is, I am. I'm, <laughs> I am. I, <laughs> just a cheek nice rub. Neighbor. It's just a Pat cheek rub. Back. Little cheek rub. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so um, this is also, this is why I love Beater Beat Those Cheeks. I think I heard this conversation recently on the internet. What's the greatest face tattoo of all time? Oh. I'm going with Gucci, man. <laughs> The ice cream Ooh, cone. The, the, the ice cream. Yeah, Ralph's going to go with Tyson, like yeah, the, the fucking the originator of violence. That, well, I could tell you who has the worst one is the game. What's the game got? No, oh, got like LA? A, LA. Well, wasn't like it a butterfly? He covered it up with the LA. Is that true? That yeah, that's true. why we were talking earlier about how wishy-washy he is. He makes bad decisions Rube, and, do you listen and to, regrets to drink it the next day. I was in a hill. Drink Champs. It's a podcast with Nori and DJ EFN that they have like pretty big name rappers on it pretty consistently. Should, should I? Uh, probably not. Like it's very cherry pickable. Like you where you can listen based on the guests. Like they'll have some good guests, some not so good well, guests. Let me ask you a question actually. Please. And I'm not going to tell you, ask you to tell me which ones, but like in your rotation, how many outside of this podcast, podcast would you say that you listen to? Give me a, a like number. Consistently? Two, yeah, like two it's or in your three. rotation. Two or three. Two or three. If that, if yeah. that. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a weird, that's a whole other conversation that it's like. Right, uh, yeah. It's yeah, another yeah. can of worms right there. Well, <laughs> and, and again, our our thing is an umbrella that the podcast is a spoke of. You know what I mean? So like we got, mm. we got the podcast spoke. We got the what's good in the hood spoke. We got the parties we throw spoke. We got some other shit that we yeah. do. We got dealing with Ralph's bullshit spoke. Um, I got like four or five podcasts, maybe six that I really? fuck with. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm in like the two to four range at any given time. Most of but. mine are barstool to be honest. I just like, I, I look at podcasts now, like how I look at video games at this point in my life where I don't consume them nearly as much as I did 
not even that long ago. And when I do, it's almost as like a turn off my brain moment thing. Like I listen to podcasts that I probably couldn't even tell you half the shit. Like I retain, like, you know, it's not really like, like, I'm not listening to a podcast on what's going on in Ukraine. No disrespect, oh, no, but no, like, no, like, you know what I mean? It's no, I don't listen to self-improvement. I listen to fucking cut up shit similar yeah, to I this. Yeah, I listen to cut up shit. Like you know I fuck I mean? with right. uh, the morning joint with Joey. Okay, Joey, Co Uncle I Coco. fuck with, yeah. uh, I mean, he ain't get. I ain't cancel him yet, Joe Rogan. It, depending on who he has, it has to be someone interesting to listen to a three-hour fucking. Like, dude, he even Putin. had Freddie Gibbs back on there recently. Yeah. I thought it was terrible. Uh, Freddie Gibbs is like. I love Freddie as a rapper. They're like two different animals. Me too. Like Joe yeah. Rogan ain't built for that, and he yeah, it's that's probably all awkward. Like as much as Joe Rogan wants to, he can't. He can't keep up with Freddie Gibbs. Like it's just it's just not his lane. He's just not as familiar. I used to listen to the Bill Burr podcast too. People love that one. I fuck with Bill Burr, man. I got tickets to Burr April. 21st. He's he's fucking hilarious. I'm oh, yeah, we're about going that. to that right. Yeah, getting groovy and going. I dig it. Okay, last one, which is a big part of our boy Jay Rue's personality here. Big time Washington, D.C. sports fan here. I would mm -hmm. say, again, a lot of you guys, because you're losers and you guys don't win a lot of things, are, I would say <laughs> the Caps are probably your number one team. I would, uh, again, I have seen the most success uh, inarguably in your guys' lifetime that you guys have been around, at least in the D.C. sports arena. So something that's uh, kind of uh, is a uh, unofficial kind of kickstart of our friendship is the Penguins uh, Capitals rivalry. The Penguins and the Capitals, as some would say, um, that uh, kind of started. Big Ovechkin guys, all my D.C. Potomac guys down there. Uh, love that asshole. Um, so, what? <laughs> Shout out the Potomac River. <laughs> that's where they're at. Yeah, dog, Potomac, Maryland. Yeah, no disrespect. The Potomac Valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout I out like to Mon Valley. Fucking hell. Um, but yeah. So Ovechkin, as of, we are recording on Wednesday. So Tuesday night, scored and is two behind passing Yager for third all time on the goals list. They're tied. They they're are tied, tied now. now. Okay. All right. They're tied now. So he's like, and I'm not he's a third numbers all guy. Time. Third all time and like 135, 40 ish away from Gretzky, who's number one all time. So mm -hmm. again, a great season in the NHL is probably is not probably is definitely 40 goals. I'd say is a definitely a really yeah. good year. Uh, yeah, very good season. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's agree. on pace to get 40 this year. So I think he's in 30. Yeah, he's got 35 right now, something like that. So let's say he ends this season with 40. Probably needs three to four more. Four years of 40 plus goal production in order to pass Gretzky for what some would argue as maybe the what some would thought the most insurmountable record in sports, which was Gretzky's goal record. Uh, Rube, you can probably talk about this a little bit, not a little bit, a lot more in depthly than we can, but uh, we want to do a little um, Pittsburgh uh, DC yeah, sports talk. Beat or beat those 100%. cheeks. Ovechkin will end his career as the number one overtime goal scorer. Now, I'm not asking what your heart says. I don't give a fuck about that dumbass rock the red bullshit that you guys had. I want you to talk like an Edmonton Oilers fan right now, like an absolute Barry Melrose, <laughs> freaking slick back, non-biased as best as you can. Do you think, I mean, what is he now, 37? He can't he's, be young. I want to say like 35. I want to look that up. Okay. Before, I mean, I know. Here, I'll look that up. Right. You go off. I'll look off his age. So. All right. Yeah. So I. Say, can I'm you just, do three more years of 40 goals? Let's do that. I'll give my, I'll give my unbiased answer and then my biased answer. My unbiased is 
I'm going to beat the shit out of those cheeks that Ovechkin's going to break the, the record. Going to <laughs> this is the, the unbiased. That's <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Uh, okay. All right. Go off. You're the guest. I can't interrupt you too much. Uh, uh, he's, he has his, he's going to sit in his, in his office and the, on the power, well, not the power player. Power play sucks this year, but in his office, the top left corner, sitting from the blue line right there. You know, he can piece together if he plays and I think he can play, you know, he might slow down uh, the next couple of years, but he can play. I think he can play five more years like he's going to be like a Tom Brady type of like he's a fucking Russian beast. Like he's he's just got that like body like his body's not going to break down on him. I think it's just going to he's going to call. I think he is just chasing that record at this point. He's got his ring. He's got his ring. And now the only other thing is like, you know, he's. He's the greatest goal scorer. He wants that. He wants that crown. And you, I mean, he, he is definitely the greatest goal scorer because this era of hockey is way different than hockey when than when Wade and Gretzky was playing. But I think he he's competitive enough where I think he definitely wants that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the shit out of those cheeks. There. So I um uh you were asking me what podcast I listen to consistently, and I would say the number one that I like don't miss every week is Spit and Chicklets with Barstool. I think it's awesome and like big hockey mm. podcast. If you're not aware of it, uh, tap in. But well, they talk about yeah. Ovechkin all the time and just how much of a fucking freak he is. Like he's like 240. Like he again. Are you a big no, hockey guy? I didn't realize. Uh, I, I I wouldn't say huge. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely like, I've always been an NBA guy, but uh, I don't know, gambling, all that shit. I'm just, you're just more tuned in. It's actually funny. I was watching, I bet on the flames last night. And uh, so I was watching the game late and I thought it was hilarious. He got the first empty netter. And then when that dude blocked his second empty netter, he was so fucking pissed, dude. (laughs) He was so mad. He looked like he was about to shatter his stick. But like, dude, they tell wild stories how he drinks like Pepsi in the water bottles during the game. And like how he's just like a, like, dump truck of a person. Yeah, he's ter- a like, savage. Yeah, dude, like, he's not one of these guys who's, like, riding the bike in the sauna and, like, going home early and, like, there's wild other stories that are uh, not confounded or whatever that proper term is. Not all the evidence, but you've always heard that he's, like, a, he was a wild party guy, like, whatever. But there's no denying the dog in him, dude. I say this all the time, like, on here. It's like the Tom Brady argument. It's like, I fucking despise Alexander Ovechkin, but I'd be an absolute pea brain if I didn't, like, respect what he does. Again, this is, like, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, him and Sid, you you know what I mean? They do like when, when you're 20 years old and you're wasted and you're just screaming at each other over text messages, just to like big ball, like obviously you don't realize any of that or just like whatever, but it's like, that's exactly what it is. It's like magic and Larry, you know what I mean? It's like Sid is the playmaker. Ovi's the scorer. Sid's the fucking golden boy. Ovi's kind of got the edge to him. Everything about them is totally Sid's the trainer. Ovi's the fucking Pepsi guy, like whatever it is, like everything was total opposites other than the fact that they're both dogs. Dogs, you know what I mean? Like they're oh, absolutely, dogs. yeah, dogs, dude. Like there's no, and I think you make a great point that no one can fault Ovechkin right now for that being his number one concern. He's given everything back to DC. He's done everything that everything else, you know what I mean? That why can't he just kind of <clears throat> stick around maybe a year longer than he needs to just to play PP one and play 10 minutes. If he was like the slowest player in the league, we could just stick him on the power play on the point. His shot isn't going anywhere. Exactly. So I, that That's, 
That's why I think it's so. You know, are you gonna beating happen. the cheeks oh, on Ovechkin? Look at this, this co-host guy. I'm proud of you, Skater. Would, I don't know, if Skater would ever done that. Um, <laughs> I am. I'm beating the cheeks of Ovechkin, like breaking the record. I think that just to Roop's point, he could be out there in a wheelchair with one arm, and he's still there. He's still going to be out there. Like That's his shot. last game, no. his last game will be the game that he breaks it. Like you know what I mean, or like whatever comes right. first. Like he breaks the record or the season ends. You know what I mean? Like it's right, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, He'll retire mid Yeah, no, it's, it's Jerome Bettis. <laughs> Like uh, it's Jerome Bettis, but like consciously and and intentionally, you know what I mean, Ralph. I think what I was thinking about there is you're not a huge hockey guy. I'm I'm coming in hot on this one. Uh, wait, I have one thing. Dude, it's crazy stat. This is one of my favorite stats. I'm sure Roop knows this. So Wayne Gretzky, undisputably the greatest hockey player of all time, unless you're a Marriott guy like from around here. But um, if you took away every goal that Wayne Gretzky ever scored he would still have the most points in NHL history just off his assists alone. Yeah. Yeah, sick boy. <laughs> That's all you got to say is sick boy. Like Wayne, oh, Wayne, great friend of the program, Wayne Gretzky. Sorry about that, Uncle Wayne. Ralph is new here. He doesn't He doesn't realize yeah. the disrespect that he's yeah, sick nah, boy. Nah, he heard that. Like he, he had COVID or some shit. Nah, if like, he heard yeah, that, yeah, he yeah, fist bumped yeah, me yeah, like, yeah, dog. Yeah, Wayne would probably fuck was. with like, yeah, just a little like under the weather, under the radar. Okay, sorry, what's your hot take? You uh, Coming in straight pens homer right here. I'm gonna beat I'm beat on it because I don't think Ovechkin got the juice. Oh, you don't and, think he's uh, the killer? Nah, well, <laughs> well, yeah. well don't well, look well, at me. Well, look at the camera, well, fella. Well. You ain't gotta tell me, you oh, gotta yeah, tell yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send this across the beltway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just got on the rails to trails he, uh, bike trail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think of Pittsburgh Penguin motherfucking rivalries, there's the Philadelphia Flyers and there is the Capitals. Yeah. I'd and say like, the Capitals are number one. If Ovechkin finishes days with the Capitals, then I can't. Yeah, I hope, see, he, this, I hope he doesn't get see, it. This, you're way too uh, high level of a thinker nah, for you But to I do respect do Ovechkin because I remember seeing these videos of him on yachts with like 14. Uh, <laughs> That's why you respect him. <laughs> and talking just crazy, drinking bottles like, yeah, with like his teeth knocked out. <laughs> you just, just made him into the yin yang twins. Like, yeah, yeah, well, he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the Russian yang twin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, let's I get it. You're funny. You're out here. I don't think, you don't he, think he you don't think he's the dog He's like kind of old. He, you're you're saying four more years of 40 more goal seasons. Now, Correct. roughly. Or you know, what 5 is, to 6 years of like 20 to 30. You're mere, you're he's 36. I meant to say that. I looked year. it up. He's you're 36. Yager aside, what is the average age for someone to be old in the NHL? Again, That's a young man. I think sport. anytime you're talking averages or normal, you have to throw that out the window when you're talking about a guy like Ovechkin. There is no there's no yeah. he's not there's average. Not, not normal. Right. He's not normal. That's the whole point. There's right? that like, everybody's normal. There's definitely wear and tear and uh you can't. Think Tom well, Brady's you, normal. Like that's Tom the whole Brady. Point is, Tom Brady's on some witchcraft shit, and that's a whole nother episode. Well, Ovechkin like, has never lifted a weight a day in his life. Ovechkin that's a lie. Shot. He probably survived the hardest Russian winters that made him buff. But that—that's exactly like you are proving your point wrong. Like you know what I mean? Like, like you are literally. <laughs> no. I don't even think you're paying attention. Well, like well, yeah, yeah. no. 
he has he has to make it the next so many. He has Correct. to make it at least four or five more years. You don't think that there's and, any and part of his willpower more, that could overpart overpower? Not if he gets a significant injury and knows are happen. That's the variable. Or, I wouldn't or put my money we, in Vegas right now and be like Ovechkin will score these goals within the next six years because he might blow his fucking knee out partying I on what a the boat. odds on that are right now. I'll qualify my like beat those cheeks. But I hate I hate the man. Just stop interrupting the guests. If we like deport him because of the whole Russia shit going on right now. <laughs> we just well, dude, that, that is, I mean, we that's have to also talk, not we off the do table. politics here, but like, that's also not off the people table. People who think that that's like serious that. is like, laugh out loud funny. Could you imagine, so take pro sports out of it. Could you right. imagine if they said all Russian zookeepers have to be sent back to Russia? Like, what is like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's just like some wild, wild shit, dude. <laughs> that's it's what like, it is, yeah, though. That's exactly. It is. It's like, it's like all Russian uh, subway drivers uh, west of the Mississippi. Like, it's like such a small like group of people that for no reason would get singled out, like, other than, like, I mean, again, I'm not touching the, uh, I, I don't really, again, there are some of those guys who just appear closer to Putin than probably the average Russian citizen, so I get that aspect of it, um, but it's like, I yeah, know for yeah, a fact yeah. Ovechkin's met that man. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph's met Putin, believe it or not. So, My yeah. uncle has. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, big in Exxon oil. Yeah, you don't jam yourself up. I don't know if there's statutes of limitations around any of that. <laughs> that ain't no, me. Yeah, That's yeah. my uncle. Go grab his yeah. We're all about to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all see Your his uncle phone? No, not golf. Is this the golfing uncle? Yeah. yeah. He'd be on Facebook with that shit. With like golf or with like, embezzlement? <laughs> oil bills. Oil bills, dog. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. Rube, are you beat or beating the cheeks of Ralph's uncle's oil spills <laughs> on Facebook? Yeah. No. Wait, what was that? I don't Say even know. Again? I don't even know what Ralph's talking about. I was trying to make it relevant. Yeah, I don't know where that went. It's a near right impossible there. task at this point. So. Putin bad. <laughs> Yes, Putin bad. That's how we're going to end the show. Fuck Russia. Yeah. Uh, Putin bad. Roop, this was awesome, dude. I think we, this is why I love this show, because we do a little bit of kind of like the interview shit, and then we get a great look at your personality and other shit when we kind of do this cut up, uh, beat or beat those cheeks segment. I hope you had a good time. I hope you will be coming back, and I hope we didn't give the homies that we all know too much ammo to rip on either of us, and if they do, fuck them uh, Yeah, fuck that, them all. that last, <laughs> fuck yeah. them all. Brad, Stein, Burka, all you motherfuckers, fuck all you guys, Kyle Kissel, uh, who else do I want to call out there? Not Mona, Mona's my girl, uh, E's my girl, who else do I want to fuck, uh, fuck Stephen Burnett, uh, all those motherfuckers. You down with them boys, fuck you too. Last thing I want to say Burnett, fuck you too. Burnett has that like golf video of like, it's like anybody can do this yeah. and then goes up and hits the golf. Yeah, that's from the bachelor party. That's the only post on the neighbor, Nick, uh, other than the announcement of the, po of that's the profile. That's incredible video. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I also have is some person that I will not, my dog, my roll dog, the one and only Greeny. If you think that that, vi that video of Steven, I have some amazing videos of Greeny, Casa Azul, and T-Shots from, uh, <laughs> from Scottsdale two years ago. No, like, oh man, he's the best. He's the absolute best. So, Rube, I love you, dog. Thank you so much uh, for coming on. Uh, sorry about Ralph. Uh, just kind of stuck with him for life. Um, I think that's going to do it. We'll see you next week. Hey, guys, this is fucking awesome. Hope to, hope I can get invited back on soon. And oh, and anybody's run to the questionnaire. 
pick, you'll at least come pick on for date. the finale and, and, and announce the date. I got a date. I got a date. I'd like to send another big thank you to Garcia Vega. <laughs> Ralph just out here getting personal blunts. If, if it's not a green leaf, then it's not a leaf. 